Nats Chat is brought to you by Walters. Walters is the best sports bar in Navy Yard, located just across the street from Nationals Park. Also a great place to check out if you're headed to Audi Field. Pre-game party this Saturday night ahead of D.C. United's next match. Register at waltersdc.com to receive one free old-time lager. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Two balls, two strikes on Franco. Corbin deals. Swing a blast to deep left field. Back goes call to the warning track at the wall. Looks up and it's gone. A line smash into the Rays bullpen. Moore checks the runner and deals. Swing a line drive shallow right. That's trouble. That's going to fall in for a base hit. Rounding third, Diaz headed for the plate. Thomas throws it towards second as Franco will move to third on the RBI single for Randy Rosarena. Thompson to the belt. Runners lead first and second. Here's the pitch. Swing and a fly ball. Right center field playable for the right fielder Manuel Margot. He makes the catch. And this game and series comes to a close. The Tampa Bay Rays came in off a three-game sweep of the Detroit Tigers. They leave Washington with a three-game sweep over the Nationals. And welcome to Nats Chat for Thursday, April 6th, 2023. I'm Al Galdi, host of the Al Galdi podcast. Mark Zuckerman is off for this installment of the podcast. He's flying out to Colorado for the Nats four-game series at the Rockies. And Rocky is uh, how this season is going for the Nats so far. But it is great to have you with us on what is the only Nationals podcast for which there is a new episode after every Nats game day, weekends included. Uh, We reach thousands of Nats fans with every episode, and we're very thankful and appreciative of that. If you would like to be a part of what we do, if you would like to sponsor the Nats Chat Podcast, email the great Tim Shovers at NatsChatPodcast.com at gmail.com. Also, if you know of a Nats fan looking for more conversation about the Nats, you know, someone who feels underserved by the Washington, D.C. area media market when it comes to Nats coverage and Nats conversation, hey, do that person a favor. Let that person know about the Nats chat podcast. You know, there's something very appropriate about the Nationals having begun their 2023 regular season with series against the Atlanta Braves and Tampa Bay Rays. As the Nats are in this rebuild, the Braves and Rays are teams that the Nats can learn from, can borrow from. The Braves have won the National League East in each of the last five seasons, 2018 through 2022, and have become elite at acquiring, developing, and locking up young players. 
And the Rays are one of the most amazing stories in sports. A team that does more with less better than any other team in sports. The Rays every season have a microscopic payroll, and yet the Rays have had a winning record for each of the last five regular seasons. How the Rays do what they do is something that every team in Major League Baseball, especially the Nats, should study. And as we now are seven days into this 2023 MLB regular season, we have the Rays at a Major League best 6-0 and and the Nats at 1-5. No team in the majors has a better record than the Rays have, and no team in the majors has a worse record than the Nats have. The Nats lost to the Rays 7-2 at Nationals Park on Wednesday afternoon, completing a three-game sweep. The pitching matchup for the game, a battle of lefties. The Nats' Patrick Corbin versus the Rays' Shane McClanahan. And what went down in this battle of lefties, like, perfectly captures the state of each team. Patrick Corbin, once again, was bad. He allowed six runs in six innings. He gave up 10 hits, two home runs, a double, and seven singles. He recorded just three strikeouts. He did issue no walks. He did throw a good number of strikes. Uh, See over 92 pitches through 63 strikes versus 29 balls. But the bottom line was that he was bad once again. Corbin, in the top of the second, allowed a run. He gave up a leadoff bunt single by Randy Orozarena, despite a very nice barehanded scoop and throw by Nats third baseman Jamer Candelario, and then a very nice stretch by first baseman Joey Manessis to receive the throw. Uh, Orozarena initially was ruled out, but Rays manager Kevin Cash successfully challenged the play. Corbin then gave up a single by Harold Ramirez to center field, then gave up a one-out opposite field single by Taylor Walls to right field on a 1-2 pitch to load the bases. Corbin then gave up a one-out full-count RBI sack fly by Jose Siri for a 1-0 raise lead. Corbin, in the top of the third, allowed two runs. He gave up a leadoff opposite field single by Yandy Diaz through the right side of the infield. And then Corbin gave up a two-run homer by Wander Franco to left field for a 3-1 raise lead. And Corbin gave up this homer despite having had Franco down in the count at 1.12. Now, then Corbin was good. He actually retired 11 consecutive raise batters, but he then, in the top of the sixth, allowed three more runs. Corbin gave up a two-out solo homer by Harold Ramirez to center field for a 4-2 raise lead. The homer went a projected 413 feet per stat cast. Corbin gave up a two-out opposite field single by Manuel Margot to right field, and Margot then stole second base. Then came a two-out RBI double by Taylor Walls to center field for a 5-2 raise lead. And I say double in that way because this was not a normal double. Uh, The double came on a high fly ball to center fielder Victor Robles, but Robles lost the ball in the sun as once again... The mighty Sun Monster at Nationals Park struck. What is going on with the Sun Monster at Nationals Park so far this season? The Sun Monster needs to be tested for performance-enhancing drugs because the Sun Monster at Nationals Park seems mightier than ever. Uh, But anyway, Victor Robles victimized by the Sun Monster, and the ball ended up landing right next to him. Runner off second, the 3-1. Swinging a high drive to center field. Robles battling the sun. Using his glove, he's staggering a bit. Moves to his right. He missed the ball. He missed the ball. This was painful to watch. Robles, as the ball was in the air, was using his glove for shade, but he clearly lost track of where the ball was, and then he had a hard time corralling the ball. So that was unfortunate for Patrick Corbin, I'll grant you that. But Corbin then gave up a two-out opposite field RBI single by Jose Siri to right field 
for a 6-2 raise lead. Right fielder Lane Thomas then committed a throwing error that allowed Siri to advance to second base, but Siri then got greedy and uh, got thrown out and tried to advance to third base as shortstop C.J. Abrams did a nice job of on the run catching a throw from Jamer Candelario and then applying the tag on Siri. Uh, Abrams, by the way, also had another good defensive play in this game. Top of the second, runners on second and third. That's that one nothing. Abrams, a nice leaping catch with his left arm fully extended above his head for a lineout by Francisco Mejia for the third out. But yeah, Patrick Corbin, six runs in six innings, gave up a lot of hits. This off him in the 7-2 loss to the Atlanta Braves at Nationals Park on opening day last Thursday afternoon, lasting for just three innings and allowing four runs to earned. So we had what we had with Patrick Corbin. And then with Shane McClanahan, he on Wednesday afternoon, two runs in six innings. He did issue four walks. He did give up five hits, two doubles, and three singles, but the run prevention was there. Again, two runs in six innings. McClanahan has been really good for the Rays each of the last two seasons. The Rays took McClanahan with the number 31 pick in the 2018 MLB draft. So, you know, as we look at the Nats and the Rays, and we do the compare and contrast, and we examine why the Nats are where they are and why the Rays are where they are, and we have talked so much about why the Nats are in this rebuilding state, and the number one reason is their bad drafting and player development. Well, Shane McClanahan is a perfect example of a guy who has been developed very well. And note where he was selected, the number 31 pick, in the first round of the 2018 draft. This idea that has been out there at times, that the Nats farm system has been harmed by the team not having had high first round picks during the team's years of being a contender, that idea is wrong. Good players are everywhere in MLB drafts. The onus is on you as a team to find those players and properly develop those players. And the Rays do an excellent job in those areas. The Nats on Wednesday afternoon had another tough game offensively. Uh, Just two runs, just six hits, two doubles and four singles, no home runs. Uh, The Nats now in this regular season have been out-homered by opponents 13-2. The Nats had a one-run fourth in which they scored the one run, had the bases loaded with nobody out, but then didn't score any more runs. And that was especially disappointing considering that the three consecutive Nats who made outs with the bases loaded were three young players who you would have loved to see do better in this spot. Victor Robles fly out, C.J. Abrams strike out, Lane Thomas strike out. I want you to take a listen to this. Uh, This exchange during Nats manager Davey Martinez's post-game press conference on Wednesday afternoon. You'll hear the question from Nats insider Jesse Doherty of the Washington Post, and then you will hear a rather lengthy answer from Davey. Here you go. Um, you mentioned going into the year swing decisions for guys like CJ, Victor, Kinder, all across the board are going to be really important this year. Is that fourth inning kind of what you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the, the difference is, look, Vic's swinging, swinging the bat really well. Right, he says, don't change anything when you guys, guys, when, you know, don't try to do too much. We're not looking for, a, you know, a six-one homer. It ain't gonna happen, right? Stay within yourself. All we're looking for is, is keep, keep moving the, keep moving the chain, you know, keep, you know, keep working good at bats. For me, I, you know, the pressure's on the pitcher, and not on you. 
right? You go up there and make them throw strikes like you've been doing and try to hit the ball, stay in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. That's something that we got to learn. You know, I mean, we got we got young hitters. We got young guys, you know, and I think they get, sometimes they get overly aggressive. Sometimes we start chasing, you know, all of a sudden we get the count in our favor and they really feel like, oh man, now I can hit, now I can really hit the ball, you know, over the fence. Now, you know, stay within yourself and just try to put the ball in play and get on base for the next guy. Doing better at that. But now all of a sudden when we got guys on base, now we got we got to start driving the runs. Yeah, Davey Martinez clearly not happy about the Nats' final three plate appearances in that one run fourth inning. Davey, during his postgame pressers, does not usually give lengthy answers. Uh, that right there was a lengthy answer, and that to me was a telling answer. Hey guys, it's Al Galdi for Window Nation. As is always the case, if you need new windows and you want to upgrade the look and feel of your home, contact Window Nation. Tell Window Nation that Al Galdi sent you and get yourself a great deal on outstanding new windows. 866-90NATION or windownation.com. But wanted to let you know about this. This week is Window Safety Week. And so today is a great day to ensure that your windows are working correctly and you can call Window Nation for help. Uh, Window Safety Week serves as a way to raise awareness of what parents and caregivers should do to help keep their homes and families safer from the risk of accidental falls or injuries through windows. On the Window Safety Task Force social channels, uh, social media posts are tagged with either Window Safety or Window Safety Week. Again, get yourself some great Window Nation windows by calling 866-90NATION or visiting windownation.com. And make sure that you tell Window Nation that Al Galdi sent you. And have yourself a great Window Safety Week. Hey, Nat Chat listeners. Tim Shovers here, producer and founder of the podcast. Here to tell you about Game Time. Do you struggle sometimes to find tickets to your favorite events? Buying tickets to your favorites shouldn't be so stressful. That's why you should look into the Game Time app. It's even harder these days with the lack of paper tickets available on the street. If you're looking for tickets to Nats, DC United, or even the Drake concert this summer, Game Time offers the lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, and more. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. It's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code NATSCHAT for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account at GameTime.co and redeem code NATSCHAT for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The pitch. Swing a ground ball. Base into left field for Chavis. Coming in to score is Manessis. It's now the Rays three and the Nationals two. Ruiz will stop at second. Michael Chavis has his second hit of the year and his first RBI as a National. And the Nats have three hits in a row against McClanahan. The Nats on Wednesday afternoon did draw six walks. Uh, that was good. Lane Thomas had two of the walks. Uh, he was an Nats starting right fielder and number one batter. 0 for 3, but the two walks. He also went 1 for 1 on stolen bases as, yes, the Nats have a stolen base in this 2023 regular season. Thomas in the bottom of the first drew a leadoff seven-pitch walk despite having been down in the count at 1.12. He then stole second base for the Nats' first stolen base of this regular season. Now, he initially was ruled out, but Davey Martinez successfully challenged the play uh, as the Nats finally have themselves a stolen base with the new bigger bases. Uh, Lane Thomas in this regular season so far, batting average at 333 on base percentage of 385. Victor Robles had that aforementioned defensive boo-boo, but he also did have overall another productive offensive game. He was the Nats starting center fielder and number eight batter. He went two for three with an RBI double, a single, and a walk. Robles in an at one run second to two out RBI double to the left center field gap on a one two pitch to tie the game at one. Robles in the bottom of the seventh had a first pitch leadoff single to left field, and Robles in the bottom of the ninth drew a one out seven pitch walk. Victor Robles in this young regular season, a batting average of 353 and an on base percentage of 476. Not bad. Uh, some other observations on the Nats lineup on Wednesday afternoon. Luis Garcia for a second consecutive game. Did not start. Michael Chavis on Wednesday afternoon was the Nats starting second baseman for a second consecutive game. The Nats on Wednesday afternoon, uh, like I said, faced a left-handed starting pitcher in the Rays, Shane McClanahan, fourth lefty starter who the Nats have faced over their first six games in this regular season. Luis Garcia, in his young major league career, has been a lot better against right-handed pitching than he has been against left-handed pitching. Davey Martinez, during his pregame press conference on Wednesday morning, did say that the Nats facing a lefty starter in each of these last two games of this series against the Rays was why Garcia didn't start either game. Here is what Davey said, and then you'll hear a follow-up exchange with Jesse Doherty. Got a run of just left-handed pitchers, so I kind of want to pick my spots with him. I just wanted to He came in yesterday, pinch hit, hit the ball well, but uh, this guy, this guy we're facing today, he's, he's tough. Yeah, he's tough, tough on lefties, you know. So, you know, I, I like you know Abram stays in there a little bit better on sliders, so he's going to play shorts today. But and Chavi swung about well yesterday, so I want to get him back out there again and give him a couple of days. But Louis will be back in there. We got a lefty tomorrow. We'll need him today, but he'll be out there again tomorrow. At what point do you say? You want to put the best lineup out there, platoon, but also that we want Luis to maybe have an experience facing a guy like Clanahan. Like, what kind of how do you balance? Yeah, that? no, I mean, that, that, those, that day will come. Yeah. You know, you know, you just it's early. I want to keep all these guys engaged. 
and get get them all in there. You know, Stone here is going to DH today. You know, get him some bats against this guy. So, um, but he's he's definitely he's definitely going to play his share against left-handed pitchers. Okay, I hear Davey Martinez on all of that. I would just say two things. Uh, a, you don't get better against left-handed pitching by never facing left-handed pitching, and B. The Nats, as a rebuilding team, need to be giving a guy like Luis Garcia as much playing time as possible. He is talented. He has upside. He's young. There's a lot more reason to play him than there is to play Michael Chavis. All due respect to Michael Chavis. Chavis on Wednesday afternoon has the Nats starting second baseman and number six batter, one for three with an RBI single. He and that Nats one run fourth had an RBI single to left field to cut the Nats deficit to 3-2. Also with the Nats lineup on Wednesday afternoon, Joey Manessis was in the field and he finally got himself an extra base hit. My good friend Tim Shovers, the mastermind of the Nats Chat podcast, he on Wednesday morning emailed me that uh, <laughs> Joey Manessis's new nickname should be Joey One Bag as opposed to his usual nickname of Joey Four Bags. Very harsh of Tim to write that, but hey, Joey Manessis had racked up nothing but singles so far this regular season, so Joey One Bag did seem apropos, but you know, it was as if Joey hacked into my email because he then went out and got himself an extra base hit. So he, for each of the Nats' previous five games, had been the team's starting DH and number two batter. He, on Wednesday afternoon, was the Nats' starting first baseman and number four batter, and he went one for four with a double. Uh, Manessis in the Nats' one run fourth, a leadoff double to deep center field for his first extra base hit of this regular season. The Nats' usual first baseman, Dominic Smith, got the day off, and the Nats' DH was Stone Garrett. Uh, The Nats' This past Sunday morning, recalled Stone Garrett from AAA Rochester as the corresponding roster move to placing outfielder Corey Dickerson on the 10-day injured list with a left calf strain. The Nats signed Garrett as a free agent this past November, and he on Wednesday afternoon had a productive game. He has an Nats starting DH and number seven batter, one for two with a single and two walks. Uh, Garrett in the Nats one run second drew a two-out walk. Garrett in the bottom of the fourth had a single up the middle on an 0-2 pitch to load the bases, uh, loaded bases uh, that were not converted on by the Nats, and Garrett in the bottom of the ninth drew a one-out seven-pitch walk. The Nats' bullpen on Wednesday afternoon, two Nats relievers combined to allow one run in three innings. Thaddeus Ward allowed one run in two innings. He in the top of the seventh allowed a run on back-to-back one-out walks and then a two-out opposite field RBI single by Randy Arena to right field for a 7-2 raise lead. Ward did then toss a perfect top of the eighth, and Anthony Banda threw a perfect top of the ninth. But the Nats lost a 1-5 and homestand to begin their regular season. Some more from Davey Martinez from his postgame press conference on Wednesday afternoon. We're going to get better, you know, and that's, there's no doubt about that. A lot of baseball left, so I'm not going to put any onus on, uh, of course, you know, I want to win every day. Believe me, and uh, but I'm not going to put any onus on on the first week of the season. I'm not, but uh, we got to get better. We got to get better quick if we want if we want to compete here. Um, we got to play together as a team and, and get get better. I mean, just play good team baseball. So, and that that'll that'll happen. You know, we, we get to go on the road now. Um, get on a plane and uh, go face Colorado in their home home opener, Colorado, and and, uh, and just try to win tomorrow. Yeah, so next up for the Nats, a seven-game trip out west, beginning with a four-game series at the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, the Nats are headed to Coors Field, the most notorious hitter's park 
probably in Major League history. I mean, there have been some other notorious hitters' parks, but Coors Field for decades has been where pitchers get wrecked and uh, where hitters feast. Uh, The altitude at Coors Field blows away the altitude for any other Major League ballpark. Game one of the series, Thursday afternoon at 410, Josiah Gray will be the Nats' starting pitcher. Uh, that is going to be interesting. Josiah Gray is coming off a disastrous regular season debut, and uh, he now is going to be pitching at Coors Field. Not exactly ideal. Gray in the Nats' 7-1 loss to the Braves at Nationals Park this past Saturday. Five runs in five innings. He gave up three home runs, including solo homers, to the first two batters he faced. You can tweet us at Nats underscore chat. You can email us, Nats Chat Podcast at gmail.com. Email from Bob Gibson. Wait a minute. Bob Gibson? No, not that Bob Gibson. Uh, Bob Gibson in Herndon, Virginia. Writes Bob, the 1899 Cleveland Spiders <laughs> went 20 and 134. I think the Nats have a chance. Stay tuned. Uh, thank you for the email, Bob. Yes, the worst season that any major professional baseball team has ever had in a season of at least 120 games is the season that the immortal 1899 Cleveland Spiders had 20 and 134, a winning percentage of 130. Now, understand the Nats, in order to be worse than that this season over 162 games, would have to go 21 and 100. 41 or worse. I feel confident in saying that the Nats are going to win more than 21 games. The Nats are going to win more than 21 games, aren't they? Yeah, the Nats are going to win more than 21 games. But is it possible that the Nats don't win at least, say, 50 games? Like, is that in play? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't think that you can dismiss that. And, you know, we in recent seasons have seen some really bad major league teams fail to win at least 50 games in regular seasons. Uh, The 2003 Detroit Tigers, the 2018 Orioles, the 2019 Tigers, all of those teams failed to win 50 regular season games. But let us see with these nets. We are only six games into this regular season, although uh, it feels like a lot more than just six games, given how things have gone for the Nats so far. You can get yourself or someone who you know a Nats Chat Podcast t-shirt by going to natschatpodcast.square.site. Shout out to at the Young Nats one on Twitter for purchasing a good-looking Nats Chat Podcast a classic blue t-shirt. All Nationals radio highlights on Nats Chat are courtesy of 106.7 The Fan. Thank you to Tim Newmark for the great Nats Chat podcast music. Visit timnewmark.com, and Newmark is spelled N-E-U-M-A-R-K. Mark will be back with me on the next installment of the podcast. Until then, I'm Al Galdi. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time on the Nats Chat podcast. Corbin sets. Here's a pitch. Swing and a line drive. Caught by Abrams leaping up, and the Nationals are out of the inning. C.J. Abrams with a leaping catch to retire the side, the webbing of the glove, and prevents another run from scoring with an outstanding catch on the catcher, Mejia. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.